You're listening to the Weekend Collective Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Now, the government has, the coalition government has announced their new legislation to crack down on gangs as part of their 100-day plan. Uh, Justice Minister Paul Goldsmith and Police Minister Mark Mitchell made the announcement uh, saying the government is restoring law and order by providing, providing police new tools to crack down on criminal gangs. Uh, Goldsmith said over the past five, last five years, gangs have recruited more than 3,000 members, which is a 51% increase. The government will introduce legislation to ban all gang insignia in public places and create greater powers to stop criminal gangs from gathering in groups and communicating. And joining me to discuss that and talk more about that is Police Minister Mark Mitchell. Um, good afternoon. Hi, Tim. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, so the legislation is going to be in place to ban gang insignia. Um, it does have a familiar ring to it. Will it be enforced? Yes, so it, it probably has a familiar ring to it because in, back in 2013, there was um, legislation that was passed that banned um, gang patches and insignia in schools, hospitals and public buildings. That has been quite effective. Um, what we're doing now is we are extending that to all public places. What will the penalties be? Uh, well, if you don't, um, if you if you refuse to uh, um, say for the insignia, hand over your patch. Yeah, yeah. So five thousand dollars and up to six months of prison. Actually, just to, not wanting to pick hairs on this, but I did notice in the, a document that National put out when you were campaigning that the fine was going to be ten thousand and twelve months in prison. Uh, what happened? Did the, someone in the coalition soften that one for you? No, no, I just think that um, obviously it goes through a process and um, you get a range of advice from justice, from police, um, and uh, and basically we en- we landed on a regime that we think is a good deterrent and that is uh, a $5,000 fine and six months, um, yeah. up to six months in jail. Um, how is the proce- How long is the process going to take to actually get that legislation in place? It'll be a normal select committee process, so it should be all through before the end of the year. But um, you know, you want to give plenty of time for whoever wants to make a submission on it to be able to do that. Um, but I would anticipate that it'll be through before the end of the year. Now, I'm sure that you're dying to hear Jenny Anderson's take on this legislation. Um, she and Justice spokes <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, she and Justice spokesperson uh, Duncan Webb sat superficial, adds little, and the evidence shows it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't think they're coming. I don't think they've got a strong position to be able to comment on this at all. As she was both part of a government that over the last six years has allowed an enormous growth in gang numbers, uh, a big increase in violent crime, and um, and gang members in this country now think that they're beyond and above the law, uh, and that is why we put a line in the sand and we're doing what we're doing. I, I know that there is there are some questions floating around in, in politics and the media around um, the the resourcing of police and especially police in smaller centres to enforce these laws. What conversations have you had with Police Commissioner Andrew Costa about this and, and reassurances about you know actually acting on this, given that you can't direct them to act on it? Well, of course, um, you know, New Zealand first last time the government delivered a policy for 1,800 additional police. That meant that there was actually ended up being 1,500 actual frontline police trained and deployed. Um, as the incoming government would said that we will reinforce that further with an additional 500 frontline uh, police officers delivered over the next two years. Um, and you know, it's up to the police to make those operational decisions in terms of where those staff are deployed. But we've been very clear in that letter of expectation yeah. that we want police to be visible. We want to see them back out on the beat. Um, we want to see them back to basics and doing the job. Where does the freedom of expression sit with this law? Well, the, the Attorney-General will obviously um, do her own report uh, on the law, my feeling is quite simply this, is that um, 
as a, as a country, we're not going to accept the freedom of expression if it means that people are wearing hang patches and insignia that are designed to um, threaten and intimidate mm. communities that they're in. And by the way, that's exactly what they do. And to just remember that to have earned the right to wear, wear a patch in a gang, you have to show that you've got to potentially com- commit um, violent crime. Uh, you've also you're going to give the legislation around making it an aggravated factor at sentencing if you're a member of a gang. Is this going to be something that the judges can consider or that they must consider? No, it's something that they must consider, that um, being a member of a gang now is an aggravating factor. So that must be taken into consideration by the judge when they are, um, when they are working through their sentencing. Um, how do we actually, I mean, I'm probably asking this question already, but I'm, my worry would be that this law is just symbolic and that the number of instances of it actually really being enforced are going to be very few and far between. What's your thought about it? Well, I don't think it's symbolic at all. I think it's quite clearly an incoming national government saying that we're sick and tired of gangs thinking that they're above the law. And, uh, and we are, we're a government that has said very clearly that we are going to make sure that the rights of those law-abiding citizens in our country are protected over and above those that want to break the laws or um, think that they're above the law. These um, new tools that the, that the uh, police are going to have in my view, are going to be very effective in disrupting and getting on top of the gang problem. Actually, I did notice the police have recently released a video showing a bunch of Harley Davidsons being crushed um, that were seized in 2019. Uh, And I detected maybe a tougher tone from the police commissioner. Is this crushing of those bikes sort of anything to do with the new relationship and the, the conversations you've had with him? Well, I think he's responding to a change of government. Um, and he's clearly seeing what our um, focus is and what our priorities are. And uh, I was very pleased to be with him um, at the crushing of those bikes a couple of days ago. Um, there, there's going to be more of that happening. But wait, there's more. Uh, look, l- lucky last question. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. A highlight of your week, obviously. You love having a chat with Mike Hosky on The Breakfast Show. Um, are you expecting any sort of firm- further comment from Jenny Anderson following last week's conversation? Look, to be honestly, Tim, I have not been focused on that at all. Um, you would have seen that we lost Afisa Collins this mm-hmm. week, um, a, a husband and a father of two daughters. I have been in Canterbury um, thanking and acknowledging the CDM teams, the firefighters, um, the police officers, the first responders that were involved in the Port Hills response, which has been outstanding. Yeah. I have been in Gisborne um, at the summit there around the recovery and people trying to actually get on with the recovery and get on their lives. So... Ginny Anderson has not been in the forefront of my mind at all. Um, I guess she will have to, um, you know, she'll have to decide herself in terms of how she um, addresses and deals with that. Yeah. Uh, Thanks very much for that. Um, Hey, thanks. We really appreciate your time this afternoon, Mark. For more from the Weekend Collective, listen live to News Talk ZB weekends from 3pm or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.